everybody, welcome to another edition of the Triple Clowns. Very exciting edition today. We finally have him on. Finally, Big Money Mike Smith coming on the show. Finally, Mike <laughs> Smith has come to the Triple Clowns. Yes, yeah, we had a great conversation with him a couple of days ago, and we're excited to share that with you. It's me, G. Randall Johnson. Always here on the side of me is, well, sometimes always. I guess that'd be the word. Miss Big News, Sarah Marie, and the Truck Stop Burrito, AJ Ryder. And we are the Triple Clowns from D-Gen Nation. So make sure you hit that yeah. like, subscribe, leave a comment. That'll help us out a lot. All those things on the bottom. And um, support us over there at D-Gen Nation. They support us. So you support us as well. All right? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> so there Big you go. community of support. Yes, absolutely. Uh, absolutely no, but it will help out a lot. Shout out to everybody out there new to us the DGen nation and uh we're gonna keep doing our thing and do a little bit more hopefully so let's get right on to the news before we bring you big money mike it's big news what's going on all right first off we're gonna start off with hall of fame jockey calvin burrell he was arrested for a dwi Classic. down in hot springs arkansas he was he was released on a one thousand dollar bond uh, he was out in Hot Springs visiting his horses. Now, mind you, this is his second offense. He got a DUI back in 2019. So as far as the laws in Arkansas go, they, they are pretty strict with the second time offense within five years. But here's the thing. He could get seven days to a year, depending on how the judge feels. Or if the judge feels in favor of Calvin, he could just get community service. Can you still ride a time. horse? You allowed to ride a horse? Like, you know, you can't like operate a motor vehicle but yeah it's a horse motor vehicle it that's can't... an interesting comment there. It, well i do um, know there are you know there's that website with like funny huh. laws per state in colorado it is illegal you can get a dui while riding a horse drunk well you can get a dui for so driving under maybe. the influence of any like if you're riding yeah. a bike yeah. or a lawnmower, a uh, lawnmower. But this is a horse yeah who gets arrested riding well if you're riding a lawnmower in a public place where that's you could fantastic. be arrested you it's probably like... are drunk <laughs> <laughs> and what about a golf cart? How many drunk yeah. people on golf carts? In Florida, how many DUIs on golf carts? <laughs> you could go. Are you could just go hand out DUIs at the end of the month for your car. I want to be a golf. Who cart needs to cop. meet a quota? Just go out to the golf course and do it. Uh, yeah, like like, well, I would imagine it's, it's private. It's private property, so I would think that there's got to be, you know. I don't know. I mean, yeah. if I drunk, if I drive drunk around a like, a, I would imagine to go out to a golf course to do that, you'd need like a warrant because it's private property. Yeah. But yeah. what about but what about a supermarket? Can I drive around the parking lot drunk and they can't pull me over? That's still private property by the owner, whoever owns that land. Why would you just drive around a parking lot? Let's get drunk <laughs> and drive around the Walmart parking lot. Yeah, my life's exciting. Yeah. Join me. All right, let's go on. I have a lot of friends. So you got to rest. <laughs> yeah. So, but he's out. But let's talk a little bit. Belmont, this is the week. This is Belmont week, the final leg of the triple triple crown. I nice. Good almost save. slipped that. Good yeah, save. I tried really hard there. Um, so far, the field is looking about nine deep. So the horses as your probables right now are Central Quality, Hot Rod Charlie, Known Agenda, Rock Your World, Rom Bauer, Rebels Romance, Bourbonic, Keep Me in Mind, Overtook, and France Go de Ina. Those are the nine probables so far. Now, Get Her Number is going to be running at Lone Star this Monday. Uh, Brooklyn Strong just decided to skip it with no set rates in its future. And Promise Keeper is actually aiming for the Ohio Derby in June. 
So that is our nine horse field. They are doing the draw Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern time, which you can check out the draw here, right here. We're coming at you live with Chip Gerke. So make sure you tune in for that. But those are our Belmont probables so far. We'll see how this week kind of plays out. If there's any possible coming in, if there's any scratches, you'd never know. Just think of a name for Dr. Derby because we had the Preakness practitioner. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I need to be anybody out there to give me a B. Belmont. Uh, Good one. Belmont. Uh, bi 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 Biologist? Bi Belmont yeah, biologist? Yeah, that was the first one that came in, but that doesn't make sense. It's not, it's not a doctor. Well, no. it could be a doctor. Um, could be. Yeah. Well, but not like an actual, PhD? you know, MD. MD. Um, PhD, not a, yeah. We got to figure this out. Belmont. I'm going to Google it and see if I can find anything. Okay, well, why don't we move on before we do that? Anybody <laughs> right. out there, let us know. All right, Leah, let us know in the comments below for a name for Chip for the Belmont. Um, but that uh, that's our news. It is fairly light on the news as everything's focused on how these horses are working out at Belmont um, and Santa Anita's, you know, Hot Rod Charlie is working out here. But Lava Man is going to go with him this time. So we'll have, get to see Lava Man again as his lead out. But we had quite the weekend, uh, quite the Saturday of stakes races. We are just going to talk about the graded stakes. So we'll start off at Churchill with the grade three regret stakes where Gam's mission came in, followed by Spanish Love Affair and Flown. Off the turn, they're into the stretch. Spanish Love Affair set down for the drive. Flown is flying up alongside. Gam's mission coming with a resolute rally. Barista's in between them. Oyster Box from far behind is flying down the crown of the course. Here comes Gam's mission and Flown in Spanish Love Affair. Oyster Box is fourth down to the finish. Gam's mission won it. Gam's mission from off the pace catches Spanish Love Affair late. I don't know if you guys have anything to say on this race. Well, I'm looking at Texas doctors right okay. now, but I did pick that horse. So yes, yes, you did. So suck it. Let's move on to the grade three Matt win where Folsom took the obvious win there, followed by Obesos and Helium. Bezos short lead helium toward the rail. Folsom continues to close down the center of the track. There's one for long to go, and Folsom strikes the front of the eighth pole. It's Folsom in front by two. Oh, Bezos back into second. Helium is third, sitting on go and ready to pounce. There's a 16th left, and Folsom is flying to the finish. Folsom from last to first in the mat win. Now, helium led the field, but then kind of faded in the stretch, and... and Folsom just kind of made his move. That was a very interesting duel in the stretch between the three horses. The try must have paid about $3. Yep. Mm. It was very chalk, but, you know, and on our pick show, I, it was kind of hard. You can't, you couldn't have left Folsom off your ticket, nor Helium, really. But let's move over to Belmont, where you guys gave out picks for the late pick five at Belmont. Uh, they did have the grade two Panine Ridge Stakes where Sainthood. Oh, the Panini Ridge, you mean? Panini, yeah. <laughs> the Panini, yeah. The Panini Ridge. The best kind of Panini you can order. Uh, so Sainthood, the Reds, and Shoddy, Shoddy, Shoddy. Sainthood is running in second, and Shoddy, Shoddy, Shoddy is in third. The Reds is the leader with an eighth of a mile to the finish. Sainthood continues to battle on. Now a 16th out. Sainthood trying to come back again on the inside of the Reds. It's Sainthood and the Reds. They come on for the finish, and Sainthood is going to do it in the off-the-turf Pennine Ridge Stakes. Right. Yeah, that's because we did talk about the fact of, you know, they were off-turf, 
Yeah. Your turf race. And very a lot of them day. left. So I guess that mm-hmm. question of do you go in anyway? No, looks like. But now you got a stakes win with the, how big was that field at the end of the day? Five horses? Like, yeah, four or five. Yeah, it was not. Right. Yeah, and now you got four. Saint, you're like, wow, sweet, stealing a grade you know, uh, one. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I think we both kind of talked about St. Hood, St. Hood being on our ticket, regardless of whether it was on turf or dirt Yeah. Um, on the show. I mean, he, he was clearly, um, I, what was he like? Two to one morning line. Even on. No, it was like four to one morning line. Was the it, one was, was, it was it the high? high. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, we, I mean, it was a pretty, it was a, it was a pretty clear single after the move off of the turf. So yeah, it wasn't yeah. super shocking. But it was a very, very sloppy day at Belmont. As is today. As yep, as is today. They're having they're having yeah, Monmouth might be must be. Monmouth Sunday, is, is sloppy. Delaware is sloppy. We like to talk about what's going on today and they won't watch this till tomorrow the next day. So like, what do you That's mean it's raining? <laughs> He's looking out their windows like, no, it's mm. not. Liars. All right, but let's move to Santa Anita where we never see rain. Uh, we have the grade three Daytona Stakes. We're bombarded. Took the lead, followed by Majestic Eagle and Commander. Half length back in second. Commander is finishing strongly in the center of the course, trying to get by Bombard. Bombard, Commander on the outside. Law-abiding citizen is in between them. It's Bombard just in front. Commander, and now a late run from Majestic Eagle on the outside, but Bombard too strong. Bombard wins the Daytona. And when Bombard took the lead in that race, he did not let it go. We never see rain or full fields. No, we don't. No, we Two don't. Two things you don't see in Southern California. If you ever want to hit the all button, Santa Anita's the place you'd want to yeah, do it at. Do it. Not going to cost you much. Um, yeah, Bombard, another, yeah. Oh. Steals the race. Yeah. Who um, trains Bombard? That's a good know. question. I, don't, I, I didn't see don't it. it all right. No. We'll move on to the grade two Whittingham Stakes for award winner one by a head where acclimate and red oh. king came in which that race was really tough acclimate took the lead and at the last second lost by a head it was a very tough duel in the stretch there by those two a war winner just got ahead by head acclimate still strong on the front end award winner united not really firing passed by red king a 16th to go and award winner is overhauling acclimate acclimate fights back but award winner has the edge close to home and it's award winner and juan hernandez to win the charlie Whittingham. yeah did we figure out who's the trainer of bombard mandela mandela all right mandela, yeah. then the last graded stakes at santa anita was the grade two triple bend where the higher odds Baffert horse won that race. We always talk about that on their show. If there's two mm. Baffert horse, play the higher odds one. You had Magic on tap, followed by Shooter Shoot, and then Exalted. They arrive at the eighth pole, and Magic on tap quickly puts him away. In the center of the track, Shooter Shoot is finishing strongly. Has to get to Magic on tap. Magic on tap or Shooter Shoot. Magic on tap, a length and a half to Shooter Shoot. And Magic on tap has won the triple bend. Convinced. Baffert also had eight rings, which was uh, eight to five going off at post, and Magic on Tap was five to one. So, yeah, eight rings and it looked bright. Um, uh, uh, yeah, that's a shame. The best horses weren't in that race, definitely. Um, for that, for a six furlong race, seven furlong race in grade two, you really missed a lot of good California horses there. Um, because I believe, yeah, well, Flagstaff, we're going to see what happens with him because he did pop. Um, for last year's race so 
He did. Not a whole lot of details have come out about that yet. But does Flagstaff get mad at his age and be like, you know what? I'm done. Screw this. Does he get mad at the trainer? Because he's like, just gets mad at like racing. Everybody. Like seven years old. He's like, I won. Now you're going to just just let me be. Let me retire. Like, yeah, I've I've had this great career. And, you know, you know, now you're going to do this and, and, you know, this ticky tack bullshit. You know, you're going to run me around this Mickey Mouse fucking programs of like, you know, drug testing. Like, yeah, fuck it. Like, you know what? Screw it. Uh, you know, you need me more than I need you. So it, it's like, um, uh, was it Pollard uh, when he retired from football? When he was just like, you know what? I can't hit anymore. You're not letting me hit. I'm out. Yeah. That's it. I'm done. Screw you. I'm out. Yeah, I can't even. T- I can't even touch a quarterback anymore. Like, what? What's the point? Yeah, like, I'm yeah. out of here. I made my yeah. money. I made my money. Done my thing. Good. <laughs> Maybe. Yep. But that is all the stakes race. <laughs> there it is. Flagstaff would be a good one for uh, from, straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We could do that one. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's it. That is it. We have a big week coming up. Like I mentioned, we're going to go live for the Belmont draw Tuesday morning. Catch us on both the G- DGen YouTube, uh, Triple Clowns YouTube, as well as the Triple Clowns Twitter page. Um, and obviously, we're going to be doing our pick show. Yeah, pick show coming up. It'll be exciting. Uh, we'll do Belmont with uh, a lot of the uh, people you've seen before on the show. If you're new, um, you know, you'll see a lot, a lot of, of cool great people. handicappers. Yeah. Professional yeah. handicappers. So we're we're excited to have them on and show us how wrong we most likely always are. So, yeah. So speaking of professionals. Yeah. Sounds like you guys want to jump the shark and end the show now. No, we got a big. Oh, no. no. We, got, no. we got the best part coming up. Yeah. So for everybody that fast forwarded through that nonsense. Good for we'll you. Put the time on. code on now. Let's bring him on. The one, the only. Mike Smith. Well, guys, we have a very special, special guest. As Ryan Dickey would say, the most specialist guest <laughs> they have, guest. I think yes. he would say. But uh, for real this time. Yeah, but, <laughs> but for real this time. For real, I know. For real this time. Um, <laughs> but we are the one of the only, I feel like I don't even need to say anything besides um, the most grade one wins. Uh, and that is the man, the myth, the legend, big money, Mike Smith. Mike, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, welcome to the Triple Clown Show. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely, absolutely. So we'll get right into it, Mike. I know you got a busy uh, week coming up. Obviously, every weekend is probably busy for you, but um, obviously going into Belmont, um, it's going to be a busy week for you. So let's go into it. Everybody out there, I'm sure they know a lot about you. But so when did Mike Smith want to become a jockey and how did this happen? This trip? You know, uh, I was raised on a, on a ranch in New Mexico uh, where we had the a lot of horses and of course cattle and everything else you could possibly think of and uh my uncle trained horses my father uh rode a little bit at one point uh and both my grandparents on both sides of my family uh were involved in racing a little uh and i just i didn't grow big enough to to, to play any other sport but uh, i was blessed enough to love horses and, and stay you know light enough anyway to uh to become a jockey. So I started at a really young age. I mean, I, I decided by the time I was, I don't know, eight, nine years old, I was going to ride, you know, I was, I was going to be a jockey and I, I, I already knew how to, I grew up riding horses. So that, that part wasn't a whole lot of a problem. It was just learning how to, how to ride a racehorse and, and how to sit in a, in an exercise saddle in the jockey saddle, you know, and that was, 
that was pretty much it. I, I started riding match races at a pretty young age. I think I was probably about 11 or 12 years old when I started riding match races. So I was already on, uh, I hit the ground running. I was blessed to, to be around uh, uh, in an area that, that, you know, you could ride all the time. And, and we, we, we had the, the horses that were necessary to teach me how to ride. That's unbelievable. 11 years old. But just think, Mike, you were uh, seven years older than the uh, jockeys in, where was that? Oh, the Philippines. The Philippines. You were really... no, it wasn't in the Philippines. But... Oh yeah, but they, it was the middle. It was like the Middle East, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I do have a question for you, Mike, because you said you grew up in Mexico, and I and I know for a fact. Well, hold on. So, sixteen hundred thousand grade one wins, and you <laughs> happen to have grown up outside of Roswell, New Mexico. Are you an alien? I, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, we got to get this yeah, out of Yeah, you know, I. I, I there's been times i certainly look like one i, I got the bald <laughs> head and i <laughs> yeah i had hair early on and all of a sudden it did fall off so maybe my maybe my father is alien maybe i'm part of, i don't think i'm full blood alien i just think i might be a little half a little like okay, half mexican irish and alien uh, <laughs> okay yeah. Not bad genes, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> you hear, heard it here first. Mike Smith is actually an alien mix. Part alien. Yeah. Yes, part. yeah I, I got my DNA. I did my ancestry thing, and it was part of it to come back pretty blurry. So maybe that yeah. was a part. Yeah. Mar <laughs> Mars wasn't part of it. Yeah. He had the yeah. FBI contacting him at that point. Oh, well, well that's interesting. Uh, my, um, yeah, never a dull moment here, let me tell you. Um, yeah, I bet this, this week coming up in Belmont, no one's going to ask you if you're actually an alien, Mike. So, um, you know, we'll but, they're, but they'll think it, <laughs> but they'll think it. Well, let's, let's get, so let's get into that in a second because of, you know, obviously your length of your career. But I just want to know at 11 years old, how does, and I ask all the jockeys we talk to this, how do you get, like you talk to your parents, you say, okay, I want to do this crazy, dangerous <laughs> sport. You know, kids don't like their kids playing like, football at 11 you know what i mean like you know let's just let them play soccer let's throw them on a horse yeah <laughs> well i was also uh in in a, in a in a rodeo school in a bull riding school at, at the age of nine so i think my mother probably thought being a jockey was safer than, than being a bull rider <laughs> yeah i, I yeah. might have to agree with I, her on I, that I never one. did i never did do very well on on, on bulls but uh but I certainly tried it for a little while, and, and a lot of my friends that I grew up with went on to be world champions, so it was pretty cool. I used to want to be a rodeo clown. Then I realized that was really crazy. Um, yeah. but, you know what? Those guys are tough, man. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're that's hard. why I didn't do it. <laughs> Randy's not so tough. No, no, I would, I'd be done one time. Yeah. I'm good, I'm good. Bulls chasing you. Look at me. I'm a clown. Um, but no, Mike, so you tell your parents, you go, and then you go on a stretch of, you know, you kind of were, which everybody was, I don't want to say a journeyman because that sounds bad, but you went to, you know, you actually raced in Chicago. AJ oh, was in Illinois for a while. Hard, yeah. Uh, yeah, I rode in Chicago early on in my career. I was, you know, I rode the Arlington Park meet. Well, Hawthorne meet was the first one I, I rode at. And then, uh, you know, moved into Arlington's for a season, maybe two. Uh, but about that time, I was also, you know, of course, you, you follow the circuit. And I was going into Kentucky quite a bit and, and uh you know, other places, Nebraska, Oklahoma, I mean, you, you name it, Minnesota, you know, all around that whole area there until uh, till the, the winter of 89. And that's when I was doing really well at the time and got an offer to head up to New York and, and thought I'd give it a go and see what the see what the big apple had to had to offer, see if I could break in there and see what happened. And, and uh, 
started out, you know, with a really big winter meet uh, over there. And it just continued to carry on through. The game plan was for me to come back after the winter because everyone migrates back into New York after the, the winter meet to come back in from Florida. And of course, it gets extremely tough then. So the idea was to go ahead and get my feet a little wet, you know, in the wintertime and then, and then maybe come back the following winter and do it again and then, then stay. But, uh, man, I got a, a New York and, and, and me just, man, we fit like a glove. And, and man, I just, <laughs> I couldn't leave that place. We, I don't blame you. We just left it a couple of years ago. We were in Queens. So, uh, I want to go back. Sarah wants to go back. Home. Yeah. You know, I, it just, it really worked out for me. And I was so glad that I stuck it out. Cause I, I, I got to learn so much. I was blessed, you know, of course, to write all, with all the great writers that were there at the time, you know, and Cordero and Velasquez and, Bailey and man Santos I mean the list goes on and on but uh Eddie Maple there was some incredible writers back there so I got to learn so much off of so many different people uh I was really glad I stayed because uh you know they went through a little bit of a period there where it was a little bit of a struggle but but man I, I was learning so much I'm a sponge and a half man and I it, it was just all coming to me and, and it didn't take long before you knew it I was you know back uh, doing really well again and, and wind up having a held just a career in its own out there in New York for a while. I did really well there for quite a while. I actually got uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, while I had just left. It was the first year that I left New York, but New York gave me a Hall of Fame career and I came out to California and they gave me another one. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, yeah, how do you feel like you look back at when you were a jockey there in New York and think that you are so much better like now, or was there a point in your career where you're like, this is where I'm the best, or are you the best right now? You know, or you look back at it and go, wow, I was really still learning, even though I was great. Or was it like just your rides or whatever it might be? Yeah, you know, I, I think we all look back some of our old tapes and videos, and then I'm sure you guys look back on your career starting out early on, and you're like, man, I said, ah, oh, too much, or this too much, or that too much, or this, you know like, it's yeah. the same way with riding, the same way with football players, baseball, basketball, tennis. You know, I mean, you go back and, and you're so athletic back then because you're young and you have so much energy. But, you know, I don't know half. The, I didn't know half the stuff that I know now. Uh, you know, I'm blessed to know now. Experience is an amazing thing in anything you do in life. Right. I mean, it, it, it's great to have. And the only way you get you get it is through, you know, all these ups and downs, man. And you learn so much. Uh and the good thing I did early on uh, in my career was I, instead of going out and playing golf with all my buddies, you know, on our days off, and I, I became a gym rat at a very young age and, and just made it a way of life. And uh, I, I work out at least five to six days a week. And so while they're out golfing, I was in the gym and running and trying to get fitter and stronger and faster. And and it really, it's paying off and, and I'm in my fifties now and, 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 uh, you know, as far as record goes, um, what I have on my trainers, my my training sheets, man, I, I can still do what I was doing in my 30s. So that's great. I'm, yeah. I'm hanging in there, man. Yeah, yeah knock, well, on, knock with, on wood. With your job. I mean, your job's not exactly like <laughs> you get beat it, up. I mean, you know, it's one of the physical. most dangerous jobs. Yeah. And it's physical no matter what. I mean, you know, yeah. And that's that's a, a big part of it. You know, if you can stay healthy, you know, a lot of guys that 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 probably had to retire before before their 50s is because of, of, of getting hurt you know it's usually something most of those guys if they wouldn't have you know gotten hurt they probably still would be around I know Lafitte I just had dinner with him the other day Pinkai, and he's well he's getting close to is he is he 80 yet and I swear that guy could ride a horse right now he, he looks the same <laughs> 
he's just amazing. And he, he's one that I really looked up to at a very young age and, and was it really into taking care of yourself and taking vitamins and working out and taking all this stuff and supplements and really getting, taking care of your body. And so I just pretty much copied him and, and it, it's working. I mean, the guy's, uh, I don't want to say he's older than what I want to say, so I don't want to mess up on his age. You can probably <laughs> Google it, but whatever it is, I mean, he looks like he's, he's got the body of a four year, 40 year old. I, I swear he, he could, he could ride right now if he had to, but you know, he, he was, when he got hurt that last time he broke, he broke his neck and he can't, can't afford to, to ever land there again. So he can't ride, but I guarantee you this guy would have rode into his sixties easy. Yeah. Speaking of that, Mike, what do you think? Do you, does this cross your mind at all? Like when you go through a season, um, like after a Breeders' Cup or something and say, you know, maybe this is it. Do you have a plan for that or are you just playing it by ear? You know, God has a plan for it. You know, I, I pray about it and he just, it just tells me to be patient, man. If you're having fun, enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I think you're newly yeah, married. So, you know, sometimes that adds into it a little bit, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll just, I'll ride until, you know, as long as I feel like I can contribute and you know, I, I feel like I'm s- still going out there and can compete uh, with the best of them and, and, and help, you know, and not hurt, uh, you know, the, the horse and, and the connections and, and, you know, still be able to, hell, I'm, I, I just, I, I'm not going to retire to Tom Brady retires. I'm, I'm going <laughs> Okay, so you heard it here. Mike Smith is not retiring until 75. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, as long as I'm blessed, to, to, look, I don't ride near as many as I, I used to. And a lot of that is by design. I'm still competitive. So I still I still want to ride, you know, probably more than I am right now. But, you know, my agent kind of says, relax. I mean, you're, you're, you're doing well. You're doing fine. We're going to try and just stay on the good ones and, and, and go from there. And then. So I'm glad I have him. His name is Brad Pegram. He does a tremendous job. He's got me and Flavi and Pratt right now. So he's doing real well. And, and, and as long as he keeps me on these, these involved in these big days, like the Belmont coming up, well, man, there's just nothing else like it. I mean, I can't get this sitting at home watching, watching it on TV. It doesn't feel the same, you know I mean? It, oh, it's God, just yeah. about the, having the best seat in the house and that's on top of one of them. So you know, I, I, I want to keep that best seat as long as I can. Yeah. I'll take your yeah. word for that. I think the best seat is watching it. Um, but I don't have the guts to do what you do. No way. Oh, you guys do. If you grew up doing it, you would trust right. me. It's, yeah. Like I, I get more nervous doing what you guys do than, than what I do. <laughs> if I'm getting, it's all the same, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Speaking of that. So, so, and I know everybody always wonders this being you've created this, being as good as you are and the dues you paid and, and, you know, winning all these races. So now is it like a week of Mike Smith? Like, is it just the agent calls you and just says like, do you have that with him? Is it, do you call him up and say, I really like this horse. How does that go? Or you just sit back and just wait for the phone to ring. Yeah, It's, it's a little both, you know, I'll, um, you know, with COVID this year, you know, no one was able to go out and, and, and do your morning routines like you were, like you were supposed to, but it's starting to open up now. So I'll start going out a little more and, and seeing, you know, I'll see him out at the track. Uh, like I said, he represents Flavian and Pratt as well, Flavian and Pratt. So he's, he's pretty busy out there in the mornings, but he's yeah, okay. we talked, we, you know, we talked, yeah, he's great. great, great <laughs> young rider. It's incredible. But uh, yeah, we, we talk, uh, you know, especially after each and every day that we race, we talk. And then if there's something that, that I need to do, or if, if I need to come out work one, well, he'll give me a call the night before and give me my, 
give me what we need to do and let me know who it's for, what time and stuff like that. But we talk, we still talk quite a bit. If I see a horse uh, uh, that caught my eye somewhere else or something, I'll ring him up or shoot him a text. Let him know, Hey man, did you see such and such run at, you know, Florida or, or Gulf, you know, or, or Kentucky or New York? And yeah. And it's just, I'll always put our name in the hat, you know, so he'll say, hey, you know, Mike really yeah, like the way the horse looked or whatever. Yeah. And that way, at least they always know you're interested, you know, and the next thing you know, you're picking up horses here and there. And it, it's a game that, that, you know, we, you know, agents, uh, play a big part of as well as owners. And, and man, I've, I've picked up great horses just sitting in a bar somewhere sometimes. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It can happen anywhere at any time. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure if I was a horse owner and an agent called me saying, Hey, Mike Smith wants to jump on your horse. I, that would be an extremely easy answer to have. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I've picked up a few. <laughs> probably, you know, I mean, everyone else is doing their job, but you know, they, it's caught their eye as well. So, I mean, all of a sudden, next thing you know, this this guy's got uh, ten jocks that want to ride his horse. All of a sudden, you know, or or or, or it's vice versa. If you happen to, you know, be, be doing really well uh, and catch on fire, well, of course, you become more more in demand, and people want you as well. So, you know, you got to have a good agent to take care of all that stuff. Well, yeah. the Mike's- fact that your name is Mike Smith must make his job a lot easier. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, to spell it, it certainly does. It's probably pretty, pretty easy to spell. You know? <laughs> You'd hope so. True, a lot of those jockeys do have tough names to spell. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy with Mike Smith, about the most common name in the world. <laughs> I guess it's a debate between Smith and Jones. Uh, I, but he's a Jones and I'm a Johnson. So. <laughs> well, John, you got more letters in your name, so I get messed up with the HN part sometimes myself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, yeah, because it's like you feel like Mike Smith's like the guy that walks in the room and like you put all this work in. AJ, you know what I mean? Like you're the guy who was friends with this girl for a long time and finally you're going to date her. And here comes like this Mike Smith walks in the room like the big giant quarterback from the football team and asked her to the prom and you're just like damn it Mike Smith oh. called like <laughs> well, yeah, well yeah something like that I guess that's kind of some sort of an <laughs> it's a, it's kind a, of fun but, but trust me we've all been there haven't we absolutely yeah pecking yeah. order you take your turn you know and, and I've yeah, never had somebody in the football team come in and take my prom date I just want to say that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But you're a big looking guy, so you're, you're all right. I'm a little tall, oh, yeah. you know. I got to keep these pants on, or nobody even pays attention. Oh, yeah. He was, he was <laughs> also tw- pants I'm talking about. He was also 24 years old at the time of the prom, so he yeah, was the biggest kid. So yeah. he made it easy. <laughs> Creepy and illegal, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but speaking of that, and I know everybody's going to want to know this, and um, so when you get on concert tour, we'll, we'll talk about that for a second. So you get on concert tour. Was that something already in agreement with the concert tour thing because of, you know, Bob and I don't know, like, because Rosario was on concert tour before, right? And then I believe. Yeah, so, you know, I, you know you'd have to ask Bob exactly what, what he was thinking. He's, you know, he's a coach as well, you know, so, you know, he might want to change players. And, and what the great thing about Bob, if, if he if he thinks for whatever reason I was going to fit him on that day better than he was on that day, he, he's going, he's going to do the best thing for his owners and, and for him. Uh, which is it's important to do you know I mean but but yeah. just because he takes you out doesn't mean Joel's off he just put him on the bench for a play man it, you know he's yeah. going to call him back in you know so it's not uh, 
you got to learn just to take that, learn to sit down and, and, and not get yourself kicked off the team, you know, because you, you never know. You'll turn right back around and you're right back in again. Yeah. But he, he, he felt that I, I would fit, fit the horse a, a little bit. Um, you know, uh, he turned out to, you know, his last two races, of course, hadn't been near as good as what, what he looked like in the rebel, you know, before the Arkansas Derby. I mean, he looked like a, a superstar, he looked like a horse to, to ride and, and I'm not really sure I could have even stayed on Midnight Bourbon, uh, you know, because I'd called him right after the race and, and asked him if they would planned on moving forward with him to the to the to the Preakness. Uh, if so, I was interested in staying on him, of course. You know, I mean, I, I actually really liked him a lot. I, when I got off him in the Derby, we had such a, a rough trip leaving the gate. And I, I told Steve, I said, you're going to this horse will this horse has a big chance to win one of these, you know, these next two coming up. He's going to miss the Belmont, of course, but he ran a great great race in the Preakness, but they didn't know at that moment if they were going to gonna run him back or not. So they said they'd get back to me and let me know. Well, in the meantime, uh, you know, Bob, my agent had talked. He said, hey, you can write Constituent now, but I need to call now. I need to know because I'm going to make a change, you know. And so, of course, you know, who's you know, going in before the Derby, you would have thought Constituent would be one of the favorites, you know, if not the favorites. So, so we took him. You know, because you know, you, you the window opportunity was very, very small, and and if we didn't take him, someone else was, and then if they don't decide to run or they decide to put someone else on Midnight Bourbon, then I, I'm out. You know, so we just took the for sure thing right off the bat. Uh, you know, the only downfall on the whole thing is Concert Tour just hadn't just didn't run his race at all. As a matter of fact, his last two times, I'm kind of starting to think is we call him the COVID horse. You know, this a lot of these horses hadn't been around a crowd at all yeah and so the first time the concert tour was around the crowd was in the arkansas derby and he got a little hot and a little worked up and then the other day at, at pimlico he did the same thing except magnified times 10 and by the time he come out of the saddling enclosure to go into the infield he was just he was just so uptight i just think the whole crowd just got him spooked and he just ain't used to some horses handle it well uh, and that's the thing about the derby even back in the day when before covid a lot of horses just melt down in the high pressure situations with the crowd and everything around them and, and all of it. They just don't handle it well. And, and right now he's just not handling it all that well. So, you know, they're going to slow down, back up and, and regroup and start over with him. But the ability is certain, certainly still there. You just got to get him mentally back where he needs to be. That's all. I did hear, um, I, and you could probably speak truth of it because I heard you said it from to somebody but it was a third person I think somebody that you knew right away that he wasn't feeling right like not like he was well I mean he was just so uptight he had already basically run his race before we'd even gotten to the gate you know I I, I was just wish, wishful thinking you know hope of praying that, that uh, you know that you know he would come out of there and 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 everything would be all right but I and not that anything was wrong he just he just he just melted energy level was already already you know going the wrong way and by the time we got into the clubhouse turn the first turn i was already having to ask him to keep up and that's not a good sign no absolutely no that was that's that's very interesting um we'll ask you about the belmont coming up because you have an exciting ride on that one um but first do you want to ask well if you guys have any questions for him before we ask the five questions six questions yeah i mean i, I feel like i've um I, I do want to talk about a horse that's not belmont um, as time goes by, let's talk that horse. Cause I feel like that horse has just kind of really t- like shocked the world with how he's racing. She's doing well. We were able to pull it off the other day and, 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 and 
win one we were spotting the other horse uh, quite a bit of weight and, and from her previous race she had run so big and and and, and fast and, and ran by won by so much bob had kind of backed off on her a little bit so she's a real big frame bear uh, and and she got she gained a little weight on us you know so she'll, she'll get a lot out of this last race uh you know the filly that ran second to her uh ran a big big race uh that day to, to be second to her. And I mean, it was, it was about as close as you'd, you'd want it to be, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know, the further you go with, as time goes by as well, the, the, the better you're going to see her be. And she's got a really high cruising speed with a lot of stamina, uh, to back it. And so you'll see her, her bigger races coming a mile eight, uh, even further. If, if, if there happens to be one for Philly's mares, you know, Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a beautiful horse to watch. She's gorgeous. She, she, she actually is. She's really pretty. And she, I mean, she's built more like a colt. She's, she's, she's big. There's not, there's probably not a colt out there uh, that's too much bigger than her, I would say. She's, she's a pretty strong girl. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Go ahead. Oh, I was just, um, is there a horse out there that you've ridden that you, you miss riding? Like, I know that the has retired, but like, is there, you're like, you're like, oh, that was such a, like a good time. Like, whether it be, I don't know, Zinata or something. Probably I think she would, she would be one that we'd all say we missed watching and running and, and, and getting the opportunity to ride her. Because not only, again, getting back to, to, to where I was talking about having the best seat in the house. I mean, you, it was the best seat in the house getting the chance to be on her. Because I, I, I was just a fan as much as anyone else's during the races as i was riding her i would be in awe of what she could do i would just be like well, i forget i'm riding her sometimes i mean it was it was <laughs> she was pretty fun to ride uh she's all over my wall in my office in here uh <laughs> i was gonna ask yeah you. I, I miss her a lot but there's a lot of them i miss a lot uh those good ones are, man let me tell you something man they're they're just different they're really special and, and you don't ever realize how good they really are until you don't get that opportunity to ride them no more and you know, I, I look around my office sometimes in my trophy room and, and was blessed to have written so many good and, and I miss every single one of them every time I look at a picture, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, absolutely. Um, yeah. So let's get into it because that's kind of one of the questions we always ask is that. So um, first question is, uh, which one do you do first? Track? Yeah. No. AJ does them now because he, he yeah. remembers them. Go ahead, AJ. All right, Mike. Um, who is your favorite horse? running right now oh running running right now mm-hmm. huh well you know i ride uh charlington although he's a little bit uh, uh on the shelf right now for a minute but charlington's a really exciting horse uh, another one uh with philly we just mentioned as time goes by uh ride a horse from mandela called royal shipman who starts really starting to act like he's really coming around to what, what we think he can be. Uh, he was a superstar in his own country in Brazil, but he's wasn't quite that here, but now he's really starting to show that he won his last time out. And I'm really looking forward to as time goes by uh, to come back. Uh, man, he, he, he's that, that horse is an athlete and a half, man. I mean, he's, he's your Patrick Mahomes. He's your, he's your LeBron. He's your everything, man. I mean, he's that kind of horse. He's just that talented really thought that he had the three-year-olds over a barrel at, at this at this point i mean he was the kind of horse i thought could do it could, could win all three again pretty 
I wouldn't say pretty handy, but he was that kind of horse that he had that kind of ability that if things went right, he certainly could could have gotten the job done. So hopefully he'll come back uh, off of his minor surgery and and uh, have a big late year. And then uh, I, I believe they plan on running him as a four-year-old. So I'm excited about that. Nice. nice. I'm a big charlatan fan. Yeah, I love charlatan. Uh, uh, you know, he just, it was coming back from, from Saudi. He just he have his a really good week. And then he just kind of just so-so and tells off a little. Bob don't want to run him until he's a hundred percent. So he's going to miss, you know, the, the, the races back East and we'll just wait and see if we can get him ready for this summer meet. And, and, and of course on into the Breeders' Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely one of the favorites to watch for. Yep. He's right. That's for sure. AJ. Okay, so out of everyone we've asked, this might be a little bit weird. Um, feel <laughs> free to defer to a horse you've never ridden before. If if you want, you can you know just you know state that beforehand, and we'll and we'll we'll write that down, and that's fine. Um, <laughs> who's your favorite horse of all time? Oh, of all time. You know, that's just man, I, I I couldn't answer that again. If you want to defer to a horse you haven't ridden before. <laughs> And give you us know, an answer. Oh man, I I, I wouldn't even defer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I just love love watching watching the the great ones and how they do it, and 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 that's in any sport, man. The great ones just make it just float, man. They make it look so easy. I just I just love watching great horses run, man. I love watching any horse run, period. But the great ones are just I, I my, my mouth still drops sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting because yeah, it's, there's so you had had so many of them. I mean, yeah, I Zenyatta will always be was in, was an incredible ride, but along with her came a lot of pressure. You know that people didn't don't understand. You know because she didn't lose, so it just kept. You know they went from being wow, yeah, did you see that to. Whew. Oh, I pulled that one off. Oh God! <laughs> can't let that, I can't let the fan. And she had such a big fan base. That was like the first time that I really thought about the people. You know, like I'm gonna let so many people down. Not just my connections and my, you know, my trainers and the grooms and owners and everyone involved. But, but, I mean, everyone felt like she was a part of that. They owned a part of her. You know, there was it was there was a there was a big high pressure situation every time she ran. Man. I, <laughs> and it's women. Oh, yeah. and thought, that's a lot yeah. of pressure. When I get beat, yeah. When I get beat, then I'm gonna just try and get down as low as I can or duck down because I know someone's gonna shoot me off the back of her. Or something <laughs> and they're gonna be very upset. Yeah, there's one thing about pissing off like hundreds of men, and there's another thing about pissing off hundreds uh, of women. Mag, yeah, I mean. <laughs> You know, man, that's tough. Man. It's a whole different ball game. Oh yeah, she you, don't, was, you don't mess around with that. She was fun, fun to ride, man. She was just the engine she had. You know, it was it was just incredible how she could catch horses. I just blinked my eye, and, and sometimes that was a that she thought that was time to move, and she would take off. Like I literally have to ride her, not just not blink my eye, not move. Because she, <laughs> I would imagine like you must have gotten every cue, man. If I move my tongue from one side to the other, she'd be like, "Whoa, time to go!" You know, man. She would, she <laughs> Were you ever jump. nervous? Were you nervous back there? Because that's got to be like nerve wracking, especially when she first started riding her, because she was always in last. So it must be. Yeah. A tough uh, <laughs> you know, it was it, it was strange though. As 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 you know, as the more I got to ride her, uh, 
that's where I wanted her to be really most of the time because she would make up so much ground so quick, you know. And if you got to them too quick, man, she just get to looking around and playing and then just looking at, you know, just she thought it was over as soon as she caught the last horse. So that's why a lot of her races were so close. It, it wasn't because she couldn't draw away and win by 10. She could have, but she just got to the last one and she always thought that was good enough, you know. All, all you needed. Yeah, all she needed. yeah, relax back there, man. Yeah, we're fine, you know, but. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, and she was so big, I could see the whole field so easy from way back there. And, and, and man, I'm like I told you, if I just, as soon as I just dropped my hands on her and tell her now, man, she would literally catch them that quick. Uh, you know, most of them all the way up until her very, very last one. And even then, she made up un- unbelievable ground that I don't think anybody else could have made up that much ground, to be honest with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. AJ? All right. So, um, weird one for jockeys so who's your favorite and feel free to say yourself because if you did that'd be awesome. uh who's your favorite jockey who's running right now who's riding right now feel free well, to say yourself yeah i mean i got yeah, I'm little, little Drayden's like my son you know so man I, I'm, I'm i'm when i watch him it's kind of like it's more of like watching your son so of course you root for him you know in, in the so I love watching him ride, but I mean, there's some good riders out there, man. Back East, man, there's some really talented, there's some great guys up here. Flavian Pratt's one of our, I mean, there's no telling how good this guy's going to get. Uh, you know, I, I really, you know, I, I like, I, I love watching jocks. One day I'd, I'd love to be some sort of a coach or something because, you know, I've, I've gotten to, to be around so much and see so much. And, and, you know, we actually don't have coaches. We're the only yeah. people talk, in sports that don't have one. We talked about that, that with Aaron Ryder. Um, yeah, there's, there's some times, man, where I could just tweak this person just a little bit or that person. And not that, I, though, trust me, I'm not saying that I look like you're supposed to. Uh, there's some things I like to tweak about me that they just don't tweak anymore. But, you know, I could, you know, there's just things you see. I'd really like to, to do some stuff like that. I don't know what it would be, but, uh, you know, not necessarily tell them how to, how to ride a race, but just little things um, on how to look and what looks good and what doesn't. But man, I was blessed to have ridden with so many great riders. And you learn that there's so many way, different ways and different styles, man, that you can do things, man. It's just crazy. Some things fit some horses better than, than the others. And you got to learn how to, to do both. And, and when you become well-rounded that way, then you, you've got more of a chance to fit in most horses anyway. You'll never fit them all, but you can fit most of them if you learn. Well, it's weird. It's weird to do because I feel like, you know, we've talked to, you know, jockeys who are now agents, and I feel like that's kind of where that could go when you're the agent of a jock, where you could kind of also be that coach as well, especially a guy like you. Um, I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, I certainly something I could do. Uh, uh, although I don't think I'd be a very good, I'm a good people person. I, I, I don't read the book well enough. So, I mean, I'd have to have a lot of strong business right off the bat. <laughs> but just have, a, just have a partner who reads the book and then, you're yeah, kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah handle, just hand it to me in my lap. Uh, then I guess I'd be all right. Uh, but yeah, that's something I, I could do. I, I don't know what I'll do when I retire, to be honest with you. I, I think that the easiest transaction would be just to maybe go into to a little bit of commentating and see how that, see how that went, see where it took me, if I was any good at it, if, you can, be a, you can be a fourth clown if you want. Yeah, there you go. Come on, this show. It would be some sort of uh, uh, radio, TV, commentating a little bit, maybe to, to start out with and see where that took me. You know, see if see if I could 
you know, because I mean, I, I have such a passion for what I do. I, I just can't imagine doing something and not have that kind of passion for it. Uh, yeah, yeah I, would, I would I would have to have that. Otherwise, I, I it's not going to push me and make me want to be better. You know, exactly. So I'd like to see if I had that passion for it once I started. Um, I wouldn't know until I start doing it, I guess. Uh, I've done a little bit of it and I enjoy I enjoy it but not enough to know if I'm really going to like it or not. If I'm even really any good at it, some people just have a knack for it, man. They got a, you know, I, I got more of a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> that I'll say, say, you know, but, but, you know, once I, I, I you know, I, I mean, I, I, I should know what I'm talking about somewhat anyway. And then oh, yeah. so, <laughs> with all the time and experience, you know, I, I should have some, some, some decent insight, you know, to tell people and talk and yeah. keep them interested anyway. I do think that coaching is going to start happening because we, we have heard that. And um, I mean, look at quarterbacks have coaches like, like nowadays, like a high school kid has a quarterback coach. It's almost wrong to have a jockeys not have coaches because it's like, they I mean, look, it, Tom Brady still has a quarterback coach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Tiger, like Woods. yeah. Tiger Woods has a swing coach, you know, yeah. um, everybody has a coach. Jockeys don't. Yeah, no, you know, and we rely on, on our elders, you know, the guys before us who, who, who are kind enough to want to help you, you know, and most of them are, look, 98% of them are, are willing to help you. You just, you have to be willing to, to ask for it and to listen, you know, and it, for me, that came really easy. Uh, I was probably never was the most talented or, 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 or any of that starting out, but because I, I, I wanted to learn so bad, you know, that I, you know, and I would really pay attention and listen and, and, and watch, you know, everything. And I could tell, I could, I could just about imitate anybody on, on a, on a horse. Sometimes it's crazy. You know, just, just from watching so much. So, you know, that really helped me a lot. I mean, I learned so much from so many great writers and I was able to, to become very close to a lot of them. And, and to this day, you know, they're still in my life and they're still very, very good friends, more like family. And, and, you know, it, 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 it helps when you have people like that uh, who have been there and, you know, you can take leaps and bounds. And it's so quick when you when you learn from somebody like that, other than having to try and learn it all by yourself. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you only go so far when you do that. And you, you, yeah, I mean, but yeah. what a what a trial and error sport you know exactly, what I mean, to yeah. be in. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that's it's such a, you know, dangerous job. I mean, I, I know it's, it's crazy, but you know, to have like, yeah, to be learning on the fly. Cause that's pretty much yeah. what you guys do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I like to still say that today I still, I'm still learning. Uh, I think that's what keeps me wanting to keep doing it. It's, it's just striving for, for perfection. And I, although I know we'll, none of us will ever reach that, but man, every now and then you get pretty close and it feels good, you know? And, and so I, I try for that every time I ride and when I don't achieve that, or don't feel like I give it, my all you know I'm, I'm my own worst critic critic you know to be honest with you out there but uh but yeah i mean that's what still keeps me going today i still feel like i'm learning and I'm, i still like I, honestly i still feel like i'm getting better <laughs> okay i feel like yeah i feel like scary yeah, right i feel like mike smith that's is the, the guy that and this is why you're so successful if if you really ask mike smith what his favorite breeders cup win is it'll be his answer will be the next one the next like, one that comes yeah and the next one after that yeah. hopefully two or three on that same day <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly like that's the thing you ask these great players like what's your favorite championship ring the next one like it's like those yeah. are you know um yeah. that's what keeps you going and and it also make, makes you crazy 
<laughs> yeah, well, it, it does, but it keeps you, it keeps you going. I'm, I mean, it's like at Tom Brady, man, I bet you this guy's already can't wait to, to try and win it again. Man. Yeah. Imagine, you yeah. know, it's yeah. pretty Well, that's feel. kind of the, that's the big... feel last week, man. I mean, here's a guy at 50 just yeah. wins it. Oh gosh, yeah. Well, that's the big story on Tom Brady right now. He says, "I trade in three Super Bowl rings for that one perfect season, like just chasing that perfection." Like that's what they all. That's what it's been the whole story this offseason. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. All right, AJ. What's the next one? Uh, All right. So again, feel free to say yourself because that'd be awesome. (laughs) Um, Who's your favorite jockey of all time? Of all time. Hmm. I've been so blessed to have ridden with the greatest, probably the greatest era of riders. Uh, but I would say the era just before me, uh, Eddie R. Carroll, uh, I was just f- fascinated with him. Uh, he never rode with him, of course. You know, he retired much, you know, before I started, you know, earlier than I started. But but I, I, I was his friend, you know, so I, I got to... Uh, you know, have dinner with him and sit and, and just listen to him talk. And I, I mean, I, I was like a little, I mean, I just couldn't keep my eyes off of him. And, and to this day, I always felt that way about him. It was really crazy, but, but I had my, my greatest mentor in my life probably would have been Pat Day though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's not, really, not a bad mentor. Yeah. He really, <laughs> really, he helped me a lot. Uh, you know, in right in life period, he was really still is to this day a wonderful, wonderful guy. And of course, you know, my best friend in life is you know Gary Stevens, and, and you know we 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 fed off each other, me and him, and then I learned so much off of him. And getting to ride with our you know Angel Cordero, and, and then coming out here with you know Lafitte, Chris McCarron, Eddie B. I mean, it, geez, come on, man, that, <laughs> yeah. that era was just sick, dude. They'll never, that, that was, that's the, the, the Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, uh, Kareem, uh, you know, Larry Bird, man, that, that's that kind of, and the NBA, they'll never be another era like that. Well, they'll never be another era like, like, yeah, you know, yeah. I was blessed to just start in, you know, a lot of these guys that already were either in their prime or just starting to, you know, to kind of come out of it a little bit, and, you know, older and, and cutting back, but, but I got to see him and I got to ride with most of them. Shoe, you know, I got to ride with a great shoemaker, you know. So, man, that, I, I was, I, I'm a smidgen of what, what those guys were. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a, well, speaking of Eddie Arcaro, did he share any stories of Al Snyder? <laughs> we, and we the, and the true disappearance of Al Snyder. No, you know, he, I didn't talk to him about that. <laughs> we did but, a show but, about it. It was, but he 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 shared a lot of great stories with me, though, man. I it, it, they were amazing, man. Oh, I bet, I, I bet, yeah, yeah. Um, imagine getting that ride after your friend goes missing. You know, citation. Huh? Yeah, right. But yeah, yeah no, he did. He never did. I didn't. We never brought that up. <laughs> We talked about a lot of things, man. We talked about a whole lot of things. Well, there's a theory on that. He's not wanting to talk about that one. There's a theory on that. AJ thinks Um, he's in hiding and and Eddie helped him. Oh, he faked his own death. hundred (laughs) percent. Not even, no question. All right. So (laughs) the last question I have before Sarah asks her favorite, and I'm actually, I'm kind of excited to hear this one. Um, What's your favorite track? Favorite racetrack? Um, anywhere I'm winning. <laughs> well, that, yeah, that's a fair answer. You know, I, I've been to the most 
beautiful racetracks in, in the world. I have a shit race, and that that whole that, that whole thing is shit. All <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> And I've been to the screw this day. I've been to the dumpest dumps you ever had, and I I ride a cat daddy race, and I'd be like, man, I love this place. I want to move here, man. Arapahoe is great. I love Charlestown. Arapahoe. I love bringing my track to Penn National. I would. I'll always say the most excited I've ever been pulling up to a racetrack that I was going to compete at was the first time I pulled into Saratoga man it was just something about it man uh, maybe it was just the time of my life at the age I was and, and, you know I mean the first time I got to come out to Santa Anita man I mean geez look I mean just look at it not oh, to mention God, yeah. I was probably more in awe of the people that were in the jocks room that then than the mountains that were <laughs> Mount Wilson you know I mean I, I didn't even know there was a mountain there to be honest with you I I, I was just all the guys I was going to get to ride against you know uh meant more to me than anything but 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 you know Santa Anita it's just gorgeous man and there's a little little gym man that I actually I think it's an incredible racetrack and if you've never been and you you should go is is, is Oakland Park man I think Oakland's a, just a cool place man I, there's something about it that I just really really like and you know like again I mean, the list could go on there's nothing like Lexington man if you're gonna be it want to ride on the beach, man, you go to Del Mar, man. I mean, that's pretty incredible as well. So they're, they're all just amazing and they really are. And, and, and I've been to just about every single one of them, uh, in the United States anyway, and a lot of them in other countries, but, but, uh, Saratoga would have been the one that, that, that lit me up the most the very first time I, I went there. I wonder if there's a question out there that like, what track hasn't Mike Smith won on? <laughs> Oh, I could probably name a few of them. Uh, trust me, I, I remember. <laughs> those are the tracks he hates. They're on yeah. my wall. Yeah. Right That's why he didn't mention those. Yeah, the big yeah. marks through every track. X's. <laughs> Screw this track. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> never going back here. Never going back here. Uh, oh. It's never not going back. You're just going back with a little more more horsepower or, or, <laughs> or, or you know did, did, did i screw that one up uh, the ones I, I i really don't want to go back to is the ones that i that i messed up you know where i felt i i was the cause of, of the beat you know and man he did it in front of the you know them people i, I like i said I, I i hate it when i when it says when it has to do with something to me when, now when i've written all i could written and i got outrun look i got outrun i know i did my job and i can I can hang my hat and shake my hand with, you know, everybody's hand and it's fine. But boy, when I, when I cost somebody something, man, I, I just can't stand it. I'll, I'll tell you what, of all the tracks I've been to, and obviously you've been to much more than me, but I will say the fans, I could see riding in New York where everybody would guess that. I don't know how Philly Park is. I'm, I'm guessing that they're probably pretty crazy there, but New York, like Aqueduct in the winter or like Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> they're tough. Yeah, they used yeah. to be back in the day. Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still a big, big fan favorite in New York, though, man. As soon as I go back, they still all holler, man. It's so pretty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh they love you. When they love you, they love you. When they hate yeah. you, they, they, they will know. let you know. Yeah. But they yeah. still love you. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Yeah, when we went to Santa Anita after going to Belmont all the time, we came to Santa Anita, and it was just such like a, you know, more of a, all right, like you know, cheering for a second Everyone. place, and yeah, no, I've been hit with a program, I've been hit with a rolled up form, and I've been hit with <laughs> you name oh, it, man, geez. yeah, had beer thrown at me, on me. Oh my god, <laughs> god, they're vicious. Oh, welcome to New York. <laughs> That's oh. a little rough. All right, Sarah, what about your question? All right, my question. I'm going to change it a little bit. Um, 
I typically ask what's your favorite food or drink at a track, but I'm assuming you don't really get a chance to enjoy food and stuff at the track. So what is your go-to meal and drink when you're not racing? You know, I'm a, I'm a, I love a great glass of red wine uh, and a steak. You know, I'm a New Mexico, Texas boy, so steak's yeah. always going to be a, be uh, there as far as favorite food. And then I just, I really got into wine especially moving out to California, you really get into it. And uh, so I love a you know, great glass of wine. Sounds like my perfect meal. I'm coming over for dinner. That's <laughs> what I'm having tonight, actually. <laughs> there we go. What's your address again? <laughs> yeah, you're more than welcome. Both of you. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, so uh, those are questions. Um, uh, I just want to ask real quick. We know you're going to uh, Belmont. Uh, and are you excited about this horse? This is obviously your first time on this horse. It's shipping over. Yeah, you know, uh, Charlie Appleby, the trainer of, for, for Godolphin, uh, called me up. Actually, before the Derby, I want to say, you know, because they weren't going to bring him to the Derby. And he said, look, I, I'm going to bring several horses to the Belmont, including this Colt, uh, Rebels, Rebels Romance. Uh, just keep me in mind. Uh, you know, I know you know, got to go through the <laughs> No pun intended. Yeah, first two, <laughs> first two legs, but but uh, we, we want to use an American rider there this this for this little meet this for that day coming up, and, and we're bringing two fillies in and uh, another horse, and then of course uh, Rebels Romance, and you can ride you can ride them all uh, if you if you want. Just just keep us in mind. Uh, but if you do choose something else, whoever we get, we're probably going to use them on, on, on all four. We're trying to get the guy to ride all four of them, whoever it is. And, and so yeah, and it just just it worked out where. You know, coming out of the Preakness uh, Constitute Tour, of course, didn't run no good. And and and, and uh, I talked to Charlie actually the next morning. Uh, we talked. I said, "Man, you got me. If you still want me, he said you got it, man." So he's training well over there. I, I think he'll get the distance. Um, who he's beat? I mean, I don't guess we know, do we? I, I you know, I, I can't. It's hard to read their form back then. I don't know who who he beat there in Dubai the last time out. If if it was a you know tough group or or not hard to say but he's certainly bred well he's a talented horse and, and all in all of his racings and watching him the further he goes the better so i guess that's a good sign so i'm looking forward to that and, and uh man it's always an honor to get to roy you know wear that uh good dolphin blue man it's <laughs> you've won a couple exactly. times with those huh yeah <laughs> yeah you know there's a certain colors that that that, that uh i don't know kind of puff your chest up a little bit when you get the opportunity to wear them those are those are certainly a certainly a, one of them anyway yeah that's absolutely absolutely yeah um and you guys know that mike has a golden whip as well and i wonder if he wanted to drayden like Karen did. uh you have a golden whip right oh drayden's got two <laughs> no. uh you're talking about the, the dubai the world yeah Cup? yeah I, I i have one yeah with Actually. probably the greatest race i've ever seen a horse run i will say in the last yeah there yeah there's man how good was that horse? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> numbers wise, uh, guys, I, in age, I would say that, that, I mean, when you say if you looked at it numbers wise, uh, just running a flat out mile and a quarter straight, I think numbers wise, he, he's probably got the highest number of, of, of any horse I've ever ridden anyway. Uh, yeah. I think he ran like a hundred and what a, was it a 28 or a 30? 30, I think it was like a 32. 30. Yeah, 31, yeah, 30, it was, yeah, it was like one of the, it's one of the highest of all time still. Of all time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he got left. Man, how fast would he run if he got wiped out, man? How fast would he run if he didn't get wiped out? Oh, God, yeah. 
I mean, he got wiped out, man. <laughs> that that was amazing. He still ran that fast that day. That that's crazy, man. And it's not you like know, he so barely sad. won. I wonder. I wonder. You know, we often wonder, like you know, after that race. I don't know if you guys remember. You know, he, he kind of tailed off, and he just didn't didn't really run that well his last two times that he that he got to run. And then, you know, uh, fast forward into his breeding career, you know, and then he passes away at such a young age and come to find out he had some sort of aneurysm or something on his, I don't know if it was his spine or his neck cord. You wonder if that was starting to happen. You know, you, you, you don't get to see inside these horses, so you don't ever know. And all of a sudden someone has some sort of an aneurysm or something. Uh, and that happened to him. I wonder if, if, if it was starting to, starting to come into play a little bit, you know, no one ever knows, you know, cause man, he, you know, he, didn't get the chance to ever run like that again. Yeah, but he, he was months. he was a he was a <laughs> he, he was sick good man. I mean that was yeah. good, flat ass hit it man. <laughs> no, that was that. Yeah, I mean he had three months of you know we did this thing before where we had match races and the horses in their prime and I'm like I think people are losing it when you say in their prime like their best time like when they ran like at their best say it's a you know secretariat at the Belmont yeah. around that time arrogant at that time that oh, small yeah. window maybe three four months yeah there was nobody could beat him yeah, yeah. no he was, yeah he was the fastest man he was the fastest there, there's you know you know I was gonna tell you there's there's one race though I, I haven't won that I would like love to have won it was early on in my career it was it was a race that I, I was my favorite that's the Arlington Million I've never won it and, and I, I whenever I heard the Arlington might close I was like oh man don't close I ain't done yet man I gotta win that race one one time you know so I'm hoping I get an opportunity before it's all said and done to have a really live shot in it because because that was the first million dollar race that I was ever around or ever got a chance to see and it was pretty cool it'll always stay Stay a race that I, I want to win. I've been second, but but I haven't won it. Yeah, I, haven't haven't it. it. I haven't ridden it that many times. I've only ridden it like maybe four or five times, but I'd like to win it one time. Well, right. Illinois is trying to – they just came out today and they said they were trying to convince the – like, I don't know, what, the horse racing board to – or the attorney, the Illinois attorney general, you file, yeah, to file like the, the suit to get for like an antitrust law with Churchill and try to keep yeah. it. Try to keep yeah. it. To oh, keep it, so crossed. that's what I'm. I, well, I'm hoping they keep it, man. You know, Chicago, you know, Arlington Park is just a historical place, man. And then all that's been through, you know, with the fire back in the oh, day, God, I was yeah. there. I was there when that, that was, happened. Oof, that was a massive fire. That was scary. Yeah, I rode during the tents. You know, the following year we had the tents up there and, and everything yeah. there. So I like to go there and win that race one time. I got to get a hold of some some. Big time grass trainers. I'm gonna call Chad Brown up and tell him, "Hey, Duddy, I, I need to win this race before it's all said and done. Throw me on one of them." Exactly. <laughs> all right, we got that, a Chad? we got a campaign for Mike Smith to run this Arlington Million this year. Yeah, there you, go. you know what though? No one's feeling bad for Mike Smith not winning this. I guess yeah. they tell you, Mike. No one's feeling bad. Oh, no, for some Mike. sympathy. I, hey, you know what? It's okay though. That's what you call a personal thing. It's, it's something that I care about. I know oh, I don't care exactly. about it, but it matters a whole lot to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all that matters. Oh, I, I and that's all that matters. There's people yeah. right now going, oh, poor Mike Smith. Oh, oh poor yeah. Mike Smith. He needs 16,001 yeah, 16, grade ones now. Yeah. Louis Sias just texted me, actually, and told me to tell you. <laughs> yeah, go that's, that's what you call a personal problem. You know what? But it matters <laughs> to me. That's when only 
you care about it. No one else really gives exactly. a shit. It matters a lot to me. <laughs> gonna, uh, that'd be great. That'd be great if you do win it. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll oh, oh, Tom Brady didn't win his A Super Bowl. Oh, <laughs> poor Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. But that's what makes you who you are, Mike. That's that's the thing. You carry that chip. Exactly. Uh, you know what I mean? You got to have that. You got to have it. Once those run out, then what do you have? Yeah, yeah. Right. That's, what you, that's what you live for. That's what you fight for. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I know um, uh, Sarah's got something she wants to say. You have a couple of fans out there that... Um, yeah. Um, we a have couple. a... You, just a couple. Well, no, but specific. No, no, no. You know, no, like five. Is so it have... my mother and my brother calling in? <laughs> <laughs> um it's your alien mother though yeah. she, she, you know. the martian the martian mother you, you yeah. understand her checks and trust me only only we understand this you, you understand it's, it's a it's a high-tech text you know it's, <laughs> it's some pretty weird shit but if, I, if i see the tip of your finger start glowing yeah. i'm gonna we're gonna end it right here light comes down mike disappears <laughs> yeah i don't know what happened um <laughs> No, but we, we have a fan of our show. His name is Eric um, Barnard and he, um, him and his girls, he has two, two young girls. They're big fans of yours. One of his uh-huh. girls is actually, she has Rett syndrome, which is a genetic mutation. Uh-huh. And it's kind of every second of her life ca- counts. Um, and they had the most precious story though. He had texted me a picture of his daughter, um, Brooklyn. He took, he took her to, to Del Mar. And just to kind of give her a day away from having to deal with, you know, having to take care of her sister and everything. And she was so nervous to meet you. She worked up the courage and you gave her a pair of your goggles and it was the world to her. She's got a picture of him with her. Oh, yeah. Wow. Now, now they yeah, hang outside is. of his daughter who has Rett syndrome. His name, her name is Emily. And now they hang outside of her bedroom and there's like pictures of her wearing them as well. You, these <laughs> goggles, like you'll probably never... Well, I got a, I got a whole lot of them, so you just bring the girls back, man. I'd love to give them more, man. Well, when battle my boots. If I had a horse, I'd give her a horse. <laughs> and I just, just want, was wondering if you could, uh, just you know, give Eric and Brooklyn and Emily a, a shout out on our show. They're huge fans of yours, and and you really, really touched their lives a lot. Yeah, man, I would absolutely love to see them all again. Uh, Delmar's coming back soon. They're letting fans back in. So good Lord's willing, man, you guys can make it up there. And and, and if you do, man, uh, somehow get a hold of me, guys. And I'd love to, to take you guys out to dinner, man. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be there. Yeah, uh, well, we yes. love it. We were lucky enough, you know, last yeah, summer. Please, we... Yeah, please let them know that, too, as well. We'd love to see them again. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I will. Um, and it's, you know, all, all the stories we hear about people that have met you are the most inspiring stories. They just speak so highly of you. And I was like, there has to be like one bad story of Mike Smith. Like, oh, he was angry this day. He, you know, but there's not. Everyone speaks so incredibly highly of you and how you always take your time to either take a picture or even just to say hi. I think that's the alien part of me, maybe. That, that comes out he's he's trying to, he's trying to. Angry. He's trying to fit in. Smile and take that picture. Yeah, really he's easy. he's trying to fit into human life here, guys. <laughs> yeah, oh, trying to fit in. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh! Yes. Oh. Yeah. Well, 
Thank, thank you. We won't take up any more of your time. Like this was no, great. This um, was great. The, the sad thing is, I'm only mean to my family, man. I'm, I'm good to everybody. <laughs> I bet my family's all typing in right now. He's an asshole. What are you talking about, man? He, 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 Guy, I, I uninvited, uninvited from the rest of the family holidays. Like, don't show up, yeah, Mike. Please somebody don't. Walks, somebody walks around like yeah. my parents or something. They're like, your son's such a nice guy. They shake their head. And like, oh, no, he's not. Yeah, well, yeah. No. He got you fooled, right? He's got you fooled, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Mike, this was this was great. So I got to go, though, because I got to get in my car so I can make it down to your place for dinner. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, man, we're having some filet man, and my wife's cooking filet and having a little glass of wine. It's going to be nice. Oh, when, when are you going to New York? I'll leave, leave. We leave next Wednesday. So we leave. Uh, yeah, next Wednesday morning. Perfect. So we get well, there a couple of days ahead of time and maybe get a chance to see some friends, you know, back there. I hope anyway. Oh, good. Well, we'll see you this weekend. Then. Yeah, we'll, we'll be at see you Monday. Anita. Yeah, we'll yeah you going me to Monday? Yeah, 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 I got a couple of horses. Um, I work with my racehorse, so I have a couple of horses now. Yeah, I'll see you out there Monday then. Yeah. We'll get together soon, man. I'd love to hang out with you guys one night. Yeah, sounds Heck good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mike, thank you so much. This is yeah. great. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. Just, just, you got my number. Call me. All right, Mike. Good luck uh, this weekend and, and this coming up in Belmont and everything like that. Uh, yes, have a safe ride, safe, safe trip out there, and we'll look forward to seeing you this weekend. All right, man. God bless. Amen. See you all later. Thanks, all right. Mike. See you, Mike. All right. Bye-bye. Well, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Um, thank you, Mike Smith, for coming on. That, that was great. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, fun to talk to. Uh, we found out his um, actual uh, origins. We did. Uh, um, which was exciting to find that out. We always kind of wondered. And it's kind of perfect timing, though, as we, we find that out about Mike Smith. And tomorrow, June 1st, they are going to be releasing the FBI documents about are UFOs, do UFOs exist or not? It's kind of crazy, out. just the timing of everything. It's, I know. Yeah, but no, it was interesting. And Mike Smith on a horse, um, he talks about it a little bit uh, in the Belmont. And mm -hmm. that's exciting for him, too. It's funny. Um, I was thinking about this after the interview, that basically it was, hey, Mike, if you ride this horse. But here's the thing. You got to ride our other horses, too. It's like this bonus deal of being like, yeah, like, yeah you oh, know what? Okay. Like, yeah right yeah well but you're still mike smith where you're just like oh you got me now you got me on five rides because i want this belmont well ride. if you're gonna be there the whole day do you want to just ride the one well, i'm pretty sure like, mike smith like, especially on especially on a day like belmont all the races are gonna pay a shit ton of money i'm pretty sure he could be in every race like that's a want. payday for him regardless yeah yeah but yeah i'm pretty sure he could went there and picked any horse he wanted like oh. i said it's mike smith <laughs> most horses i don't know you own a horse but... and you get a call from his agent saying hey mike wants to ride your horse Oh my God, that's the most simplest answer I have to give all day. Obviously, it's going to be yes. Like, uh, I don't know, like, Mike. Uh, you know, Mike. Now that I found out you're not actually all human, um, <laughs> that I don't changes know. the playing field. Like, did we break the news of like there's an alien living among us? We did. Like, we I did. Think we did. Ahead of the FBI. Bam. Suck it, FBI. Suck it. This is why the triple clowns exist. This, this video might get taken down because I just said, suck <laughs> it, FBI. <laughs> Oh my goodness. No, but that was great to finally get Mike Smith on our show. He's such an incredible person. Yeah, what a cool dude. What an incredible what cool journey dude. he's had riding all over the nation and all over the world, really. Uh so um and and for his health at his age, my God. And let's keep Arlington around so he can get that Arlington million. Yes. Like let's keep that around. We need guys. to start the we need to start come the on, Churchill. Now. Let's go. I feel like Mike Smith's the only person that Illinois would be like, hey guys. Mike Smith still hasn't won here. Well, let's keep it open. Yeah. Okay. Mike Smith's the only person that could maybe do that. Yeah. 
might keep it open for Mike mm-hmm. Smith. Um, but now, but Mike Smith, that was a great time. Thank you for coming on the show. Yes, very mm-hmm. much. And for us at the Triple Clowns from DJ Nation. See you later. See you later, everybody. everybody.